bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Throwers Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. And welcome back to Bone Throwers Theater. My name is Jeremy, and I am playing Julian Illix. My name is Jeff, and I'm playing Jer Lan. This is Johnny, and I'm playing Chime. This is Aaron, and I'm playing Sam Faluge. And I'm Jordan, and I am playing the world of North Belisera. Yes. Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I'm Where sorry. are we? Uh, yes, we are North Belisera. For the council. I, for, I forgot he was going to say Belisera and assumed he was going to say Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I am North Korea. I, what? 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 <laughs> I am the council. I like really... in between episodes, we were just saying that North Slayer is becoming more and more like North Korea, just with a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, a lot more. I money. read a, a book about Kim Jong Il's obsession with the film industry. Um, he literally kidnapped the two biggest stars in South Korea. And, Allegedly. And Alleged them, kidnapping. And made them make films. <laughs> I heard about that too. Yeah. yeah. But I read a, I read a book that um, was written about that. And the man was literally having government factories make heroin that diplomats would then take to other countries mm-hmm. and sell. Yep. It, like it's just ridiculous what that guy did. Mm. To the council. To the council. For the council. For, For the, the council. council. I am the council. Are you? Have fun storming the council. <laughs> That's got to be an episode title in the future. Have fun storming the council. Don't let I make it. <laughs> so anyway, last uh, session we went around the table. Chime actually saw his brother again and actually was able to get a hold of him on the phone and... Didn't have the best of conversations. Sam actually met an old fellow service member named Katari. And Katari took Sam to a fascinating little bar called the Slippery Weasel. And uh, he seems to want to go on a date. Uh-huh. She wants to have me over. Yeah. Want me to wear something nice. Yeah. Also, for Julian, you went to the Major's meeting the meeting that you had with major Ilian, he gave you a list of fire proxies who had recently left the military service um but really kind of was it was it left the military service or newly bonded oh yeah it was newly bonded excuse me um but he also the major forgive me but he also stonewalled you uh, pretty heavily on discussing gx35 and what might have happened or not happened to it we can either confirm nor deny mm-hmm. things that are going on with that and decided it as a matter of national security yes and we went back and forth on who was allowed to do what yeah and apparently the military trumps all when it comes to the council apparently which i wonder if you would be rewar- rewarded by the council for reporting or i don't know 
rewarded air quotes by <laughs> yeah. the council. Nice month long vacation to the bottom of the sea. So, Jer Lynn, mm-hmm. you just left the hospital after essentially being compelled by Gaspar Neri to go back to his house and, and look into the safe. And it is around evening time right now, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. He's back on shift. Yeah. It's later in the... It's after your meeting with the Major. Yeah. All right. So I guess I head over to the uh, the house that was on fire okay. the previous night. I'm just scoping it out, you know, making sure that it's safe to go in. It seems safe. Julian has gone there before then. Okay. So he would wait until evening when probably the government officials have Cleared vacated. Up. Yeah. And he's so like going to... 3 o'clock when they're all done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's personal. <laughs> Just because I have a government job and my job ends at 3 o'clock doesn't mean you have to call me out on the podcast. I- I'm assuming that government workers must work until curfew. Yes. Mm-hmm. There, there are set work times for specific jobs. If you are a member of a council-approved profession, you have to follow the times that the council has deemed. So your curfew is based on your job. Yes. Mm -hmm. You work this, you must be in your... You must be in your residence... At this time. At this. You must have a pass to move around outside of your appropriate times. Yes, so... Whenever that time is, let's say uh, seven in the evening, that's when Julian's gonna wait like an hour after that, and then okay, slip into the building to okay. do his own investigation. All right, go ahead, and you'll need to be sneaky to get into the building. Oh, oh no! Gosh, Jeff, you took it all the sixes for tonight. <laughs> would, you, would you like another die? I got a seven. Okay. So you're able to, to slip inside without anybody walking on the street noticing you. Okay. There is a back entrance, like a, an alley behind the townhouses, um, and a small courtyard for each abode. Okay. You're able to, to like go through the back if you would like. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And I'm going to go up to, immediately up to the third floor where it was described. As the fire started. As, well, where Jerry Land said the fire was more prevalent in that room than anywhere else. Okay. And, and look for, look about for that room. So, investigation? I think that it would be appropriate for you to, to make a roll to try and move around easily. Um, because... Coordination? Yeah. It, go ahead and... Go ahead Reflexes. And yeah, go ahead and make a reflexes jumping. a reflexes roll uh, because riding and sneak. You know, you're trying to go through an area that is um, potentially dangerous. Not to walk safe in. for professionals to be in. Are not we, safe for non. Unsafe for non-professionals. Okay. I promise I can talk. Oh, that's yeah, a much yeah. better roll. Uh, 16, 17. Perfect. You're you're able to navigate the building just fine. Okay. Go ahead and describe, like, I would imagine it still smells pretty bad in there. Ah, uh, yeah. It smells pretty bad. There's still a lot of, uh, I guess, debris. Um, not just on the ground, but floating in the air. Because um, any, as he, like, as Julian walks through anything he touches, there's like a 
puff of ash yeah. that flakes off or comes comes out. I mean, he's large chunks of charred wood as he steps on a staircase, like crumbles off. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, I imagine it's still pretty wet from the water that he would spray mm-hmm. the firefighters with. Spraying the firefighters with it. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's for a whole different thing. That's for the calendar. Well, now that you bring it Put up. by the Slippery Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> slippery Weasel's Firefighter calendar. Slippery Weasel's Firefighter of the Month. Episode title. So we're all so quickly, so we're gonna stop right here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he makes his way up, like trying not to touch or disturb much that he doesn't have to. Um, and once he gets to the third floor, he's gonna, I guess, roll uh, okay. roll investigation to see if I can determine which room that would have been. Okay. The curse of the Papa has rubbed off on you. 12, 15. Good. But that's with 5D, so that should, should. <laughs> it's, that's, that's bad if it's with 5D. Yeah, but you, you, you made you succeeded. it. succeeded. That's the one that counts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The more D you have, the more likely you are to succeed. Yes. So you're able to find the room. The doors are all slightly open because they they had done a sweep through after Jerland had done his initial mm-hmm. sweep. They Like, after the fire was under control, they had sent people through. So all the doors are broken into... Um, and you can see the room that he described where there was a desk. It's now like laying on its side, and you can see like where the safe is in the room. Still there? Yeah, everything do is I, still there. Do I notice anything, markings on the floor, around the safe? Go ahead and make an investigation roll. Alright, since I, that is the particular area where I'm going to focus on, I'm going to burn another okay. fate point to double okay. my dice to get ten. Yes, you succeed handling. So, like the success levels here are listed as minimal at zero, solid one to four, good five to eight, superior nine to 12, spectacular 13 to 16, and then incredible 17 or more. That's 17 or more above the target target number. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're able to determine that pretty easily. It seems like there's an odd like half circle inscribed on the floor that almost looks like a, a three shot line on a basketball court mm-hmm. and the wood is a different color where that half circle is okay it looks older a lot of weathering okay but you can definitely tell that it was it was charred along with the rest of the, the carpeting it just looks older for some reason you reach down and you pick it up and you smell and it smells like burnt salt crystals I'm going to test something out. I'm going to use one of my advantages, okay. which is equipment. Okay. And I have a piece of equipment that I was able to hold on to after my uh, mandatory service of search and rescue. So I've, I have a basically a heat sensing tracking device. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and, and take that out and turn that on and see if anything is giving off any heat. No. No. No, it, it's everything has been cooled down from the extinguishers. There's no 
the hot spots in the walls or in the floor or, or the specifically desk. around the safe. Yeah, no. there's nothing. No. Okay, still standing outside of that arc. Okay, I want to try and find something long that I can reach in to touch the safe. Go ahead and roll for that. Um, that be just a search. Yeah, a quick search roll. When do I show up? At Tuesday. some point, he's going to. Yeah, yeah. So while you're looking, you hear someone coming in. Sorry. Uh, so I'm gonna. Okay. Freeze. All right. I would imagine you're kind of grumbling to yourself. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Crash the old man. Yeah. And I'm gonna try and stealthily move behind the desk that was behind the door. <laughs> okay. Behind the, behind the desk, behind the door. I'm trying to use stealth, but this is not Grayson. Yeah, not bad. Invisibility. Uh, that's a 16. To sneak. Yeah, you succeed. So you carefully step on like some of the less burned portions. Like trying to avoid like making any kind of creaking noises or anything like that, and you're able to crouch down behind the desk, and you hear, oh, "Stupid, safe and stupid guy thinking he knows who I am." Stupid, stealing hands. Stupid, stupid. And this is coming up the stairs. Burning steps. Stupid. I can't believe stupid steps gave way underneath me. Like, you got my knee in you. Tough it with my toe. Out of a little bit of frustration. It seems like a voice you've heard in the past. I just get up there and go straight to the room with the safe. I walk in there and go over to the safe. <laughs> just gonna pop out and be like, Jerilyn! I'm gonna be like, ah! And like, <laughs> fall on the ground. <laughs> like, what the heck are you doing here? This is a restricted area. I'm investigating. That's what I do. That's my job. Well, in a building like this, you should have an escort. What are you doing in this room? Uh, what are you doing hiding? Well, I didn't know who was coming up the steps. <laughs> well, if you're allowed to be here, then why are you hiding? Well, this obviously was started by someone that had malicious intent. So if they're coming back to do something, I want to be sure who it is before I reveal myself. Fine, whatever. I gotta check out some stuff in this safe. Uh, hold on. Before you touch the safe, obviously whoever was trying to get into the safe ended up half mummified, as you said, and look at the floor. What about the floor? You see this arc? The wood in this arc is a whole lot older, uh, maybe just like the upper half of that body. Um, so something around, I'm assuming, on the safe, from the safe, has caused it. I don't know what it could have been. What, why are you here getting the safe? The owner asked me to look into it. The owner? What's his name? Um, Gaspar? Gaston. Ga- Gaston? Gaston? No, Gaspar. My Gas- what a guy! <laughs> Gaspar! No. Gaspar. Gaspar. Well, do you think that this is pointing at the arc on the ground? Is Do you think this is a work of an innate? Because this uh, doesn't look like anything a proxy I've ever seen do. Doesn't look like anything I've ever seen. Period. So I mean, it could be innate because I mean, there's no there's no telling what there's no telling what innates can do. Because each person you're bizarre looking into my my elemental. That's still weird. Please don't do that again. I felt all sorts of wrong. I felt violated. 
you should be feel constantly violated being bonded to a elemental. But that's besides the point. Uh, the safe is what we're here to investigate. You're here to investigate. I'm here to retrieve. Now, if you don't mind, the things in here are quite proprietary to the owner. He sent me to make sure everything was here. So you... I'm not taking anything. I just came to figure out what, what started could have started the... this. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the reports, so... If you want to look away before I go do my thing, please look away. I'm not, I'm not here to take anything. No, I'm not saying that you are. I'm, I'm, than... I'm allowing you to do what you want to do. Okay, so I try and find some, something to touch the safe. Okay. Do I still need to roll search? Yeah, go ahead. Regular search. I mean, I don't think, I don't think he's going to like loan you his axe or anything like that. So. Uh, seventeen. Okay, you actually find like a long pole on like a like one, a fan duster. Okay. You know, it's like I've got a six foot pole that you can use to like slide the get the corners of the ceilings yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find one of those in in a closet down the hall. Okay, so I come back and say, "Stand back." I'm gonna slowly approach the safe and poke it with a stick. <laughs> Throw the cat in it. <laughs> You're going to safely poke the state with a stick. So I stand outside of the ark, and I reach out and I touch it. Nothing happens. You just hear like a tonk, tonk, tonk of metal hitting metal. Okay. Doesn't look like anything happened. Nope. Looks like a safe safe to me. Thanks for making sure it's safe. Are you all going to do the safety dance while you're at it? <laughs> I was going to say. I'm like, are you, are you done? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> I go over and I shield the combination with my body while I'm looking at it. And I don't. Even though him. I'm forced to trust him, I don't know him. So, so okay. I do the thing and I look at the list and. So you manage to get the safe open just fine. Yeah. Now on the list there is the. Cash, like a, some bundles of cash. Did it specify how much? Yes. I verify. The All match. but two dollars. Four hundred and fifty marks are there. Okay. The amount, the amount listed, four hundred and fifty marks. Uh, I'm gonna look I for the jewels two. next. The jewels are there. They're in a, a black velvet bag. All right. And then the will is also there. All right. The data crystal is not. I search the safe for any hidden compartments within the safe. Okay. Because that happens sometimes for super special things like data crystals. Nine. It doesn't appear to have any any special hidden compartments. Everything's safe and sound. Everything is safe and sound. <laughs> it's, the walls are solid. <laughs> so you see that the only thing missing from the list that Gaspar gave you was the data crystal. Mm-hmm. You know, only the most important part. Yeah. Only the part that I figured he was the most worried about. About. As Jer is searching, uh, Julian's going to say, so what do you know about this Gaspar character? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Except that he's irritating to me. I shove everything back in and slam the door closed. I'm done. 
Oh, yeah, and he's stupid rich. Forcing me to do things I don't want to do. Stupid money pusher jerk. He's a money pusher. Eh, he made some fancy deal with fire department to make me do this. Yeah, he's one of those rich people. Yeah, one of those rich people. All right, I came here and did what I needed to. I'm going to go, unless you need my help for something. No, I think that I'm done here as well. All right, I'll, I'll look into what they decided about this fire and how it started. Well, you, you headed back to the station now? Uh, well, I've got to swing by the hospital again to give him back this list of stuff. But after that, I'm headed back to the fire station. Uh, okay, I'll just head back with you on your way. Okay. Want to meet this Gaspar chap that's annoying the heck out of me? Sure. Let us go to the hospital. Cool. Gaspar is still awake when you get there. All but right. He seems to be really nervous, and actually, what you walk into is, like, two nurses and an orderly trying to keep him in, in the bed. Like, he's trying to get out. He's like, I've got to go see, I've got to go see what's keeping Jeff. I need to know, I need to know if everything is safe. And when he sees you, he throws up his hands and collapses back into the bed. You're here, finally! What took you so long? It's a dangerous building. I had to be cautious. Yes, 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 but tell me, what, what did you find? And who's this? Uh, my name is Julian Illix, Mr. Gaspar. Uh, I didn't catch your last name, sorry. Near? Neary. 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 That's, that is correct. Okay. I've been charged to investigate some suspicious fires, and so this fire at your residence fits the bill with that, so I was just looking mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good to know that somebody qualified is looking into it. I pull out the list from my pocket and grab the pen off of his table and put a line through the data crystal and lay it back down face first. <laughs> like, words, list down. You see something uh, about, um, the name Abel missing from Academy. Son Abel missing from Academy. Huh? On the back. He, he flips over the, the notes and he sees the line through uh, the words data crystal, and he's like, no, that that's the, no, this is the worst news. Worse than your son missing? Potentially, yes. Who knows what they could do? They? Who's they? And I'm assuming they are the ones that have taken something from your home? Yes, the data crystal. Data crystal. Close the door. <laughs> Get them out, close the door. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> fine, whatever. Fine. You heard the man. Get out. He's not trying to leave anymore. They go without too much of a, of a fuss. I'm probably eager to get out of this crazy man's room. Right. No, you are. <laughs> I reluctantly close the door. Good. We're alone. Grab that chair and wedge it under the knob, the, the handle. No. Do what I say. We're in a hospital. Nobody should... We can't have be interrupted. If the door opens, we can just stop talking. Breaks out three tinfoil hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We can't lock the door for your safety. Made out of bedpans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this will only take a few minutes. They shouldn't be back for a few minutes. 
I just want to be uninterrupted. <laughs> Julian goes over and wedges the <laughs> chair underneath the door. A man I like. Thank you. Unsafe in so many ways. What if there's another fire? We won't be able to get out. Well, you'll be here to stop it. I, I, you'll be able to, to put it out with water. And he, he points and he's like, he knows too? He knows nothing. He only assumes things. Jer, Jer worked with me back in the days when we were both with the Healing Hand. Healing Hands? Isn't that long ago? How does Gaspar look? Oh, he looks like he's in his 60s. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It was this era that, uh, what's his name, was killed. Well, didn't we say errors were like, yeah, well, could be like 100 could be, years. Yeah. It was probably like 30 plus years ago. Well, Julian is, is only 26. So, yeah. So, this is like before his time. Yeah. Before his time, so it's you ancient. You guys ever seen that really old movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys seen that really old movie? That, it was a long time ago, but the organization is still around. We, are, we don't advertise as much anymore. I'm going to leave. Oh, I'll see you later. No, no, no. Don't leave. I, I, I need you. I need to leave. I have a job to do. You don't. I have to lives to save. More not lives, the, not theoretical lives. More lives ones will that are die if you don't help me get this crystal back. It has the names of all of the compulsory service exiters, the people who are leading compulsory service with the army. It has all of the names of the people who we think would be sympathetic, would be willing to join a refortified healing camp. Remind me again, because this was not part of the mandatory curriculum. Of course it wouldn't be. What was the Healing Hands about? <laughs> as a player, I forgot as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we ever talked about what the... Like, the Healing Hands came about because of... This is not Jared talking, this is yeah. Jeff talking. They, they came about because of the war going on. Mm -hmm. Weren't they actually humanitarian? Yeah, yes, it was a humanitarian initially power yes. that I get the feeling group that that just they went around healing people. That's all they did. Yeah, was against the, government. Yeah, yeah, they were not a government. So they were a terrorist healing organization. <laughs> yeah, but now I think. But wasn't it made up mostly of proxies, though? Right? Yeah, it was yes. all proxies. It, no, it was proxies and innates that could that uh, had uh, healing abilities. I forgot it was the innates too, and it was led by. Alexander Turin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Under the name Redneck Sneer. Yes. Who was an outlaw. Yes, and he was actually killed at the beginning of this era, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why when they forcefully took his water proxy from him. Right. That's why my character is in hiding and Gaspar should know this. And shouldn't be being as irritating as he is. All right, so it was innates and proxies teaming up just to, for the good people, of humanity. Yeah, it was yes. people that wanted to heal people. Oh, started, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that was the entire purpose of it. Yeah. Was, that's how what started, but didn't it go during this era's the proxy war? This is like when, when innates and proxies are starting to fight. It first starts by proxies and commons. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then innates help the proxies. Right. And then towards yes. the end of the era, it becomes innate versus proxies. Yes. yes. Right. So basically, what I came up with in addition to what's going on is that they're looking for 
people who would be sympathetic to this cause, this this humanitarian cause. But it's okay. not a government sanctioned organization. Right, exactly. So they are still a humanitarian humanitarian. For the most part. It's a terrorist healing group. Well, terrorists according to the council, I guess. Right. Right. They are they are not sanctioned. They would be considered anathema. Alright, so I guess Gaspar gives the rundown of what the healing hands are are all about. Mm -hmm. And if the council finds out that these people are going to be courted to join Healing Hand, then these people's lives will be on the line. Council finds out about anything, everybody's lives are on the line. That's not the worst of it. There's another, there's a faction within that spun off from the, from the Healing Hands that are, are, are more aggressive. A faction of the Healing Hands that are aggressive? Isn't that a contradiction of they decided to only heal the ones that they wanted to heal not just people that needed it and the reason that i am in hiding is because they're trying to kill everyone that is a part of healing hands who is i am in hiding there's lots of they being thrown around who we don't know who they are we just know that they are after us they are after me you mentioned your son being missing. Do you know who has taken your son? I think it was the other faction. The other faction? The Fire Drakes. How old is your son? Seven. The Fire Drakes, you say? Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, couldn't resist. (laughs) By chance, is your son a fire proxy? No. Are you sure? Yes, he's an Earth proxy like me. Are these fire drakes, are they collecting proxies? They're trying to convert more and more to their side. And is this this faction within the Healing Hands? We do not consider them part of the Healing Hands anymore. But they did originate from within. Yes. Jerry's just sitting here so frustrated with this because he's like, this conversation shouldn't even be happening. Why do you think I wanted something wedged under the doorknob? (laughs) It shouldn't be happening, so he should be leaving and not facilitating this conversation. But do you see why it was so important for for him to listen to me and for him to to go back and check the safe? Uh, you're preaching to the choir here. I know that there's something very, very wrong with this whole state of... Walls have ears. Be careful. Hence my hiding gives <laughs> Gaspar a pointed stare. Julian lowers his voice and says, But the only way to do something about it is to shed light on the truth. I, I too, have a daughter that was taken. It was a fire proxy about six months ago. Don't know the group, but I, as you say, these fire drakes are collecting or trying to rally proxies to their cause, as messed up as it is, why not start with the young and impressionable? Then they have troops for the long term. Well, if the elementals will allow it. Hmm. What is that supposed to mean? You know what that means. Elementals, they have their own agenda. We think we're, we, when I say we, humanity thinks we're using elementals. It's exactly the opposite. The elementals are using humanity for their 
personal agendas. So who's to say these fire drakes aren't actually run by rogue elementals? They've taken that data crystal, so the people who are listed on there, they're in danger from the council because we wanted to recruit them. And they're in danger from the fire drakes because the fire drakes will want to try and recruit them. So we have no idea if the actual these fire drakes are actually in league with the council. Not at this point. So this could be just another... Well, it doesn't make sense to me why the council would have to operate out of anything other than the word of the council. Very true. Julian's going to move towards the door and say, Anything more to say, Mr. Neary? No. And still under, under his breath, he's going to be like, Well... I'm gonna investigate this a little bit more, and says to Jerry's like, "You should be interested in this too, unless you like a life enslaved." Then he rips open the door and says, "For the council," <laughs> and leaves. Jerry's gonna catch up to uh, Julian in the hallway, and be like, "For your information, I don't want the proxy powers. I want out. I don't want this anymore." But they're trying to kill me. And just walks off brusquely. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts. All right, and we're back. Sam. Yes. Before my date, the mm-hmm. first thing I do is I actually <laughs> run to a uh, pet shop. Convenience <laughs> store. A convenience store with pets. And buy sleeping pills. Okay. Oh my gosh. The council approved brand is given a very effective? minimal price. They are very effective. Okay, good. That's what matters. I, I went home to change, but my new outfit looks exactly the same as the outfit I was just wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like government-issued black khaki. Shade approves. So what was the what's rule? The, what's the rule again? Yeah. So if I roll above a seven, I have control of shade. Uh, Below a seven, someone else has control of shade. So currently somebody else has control of shade. And we're going to go ahead and roll a single die for that. Two. 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 Jeff has control of shade. So, if you want to do anything. No, not right now. So I'm going to head on over to Katari's place. Okay. It's not too terribly far from where you saw her on the Aqua Rail. Okay. It's actually an apartment building. High rise, because, you know, that's how the plebes live. And I go ahead and I knock on the door. Okay. Or ring the doorbell. Or... Yeah, and ring the doorbell would be fine. And, uh, and Katari comes to the door. Dressed quite nicely. Okay. What's she wearing? Tell me all about it. Khakis. Dress. <laughs> dress khakis. Drag green. So is it like a dress or is it... No, she's wearing a dress. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's sleeveless. Sleeveless dress? Yes. Is the dress long or short? Bold choice for this one. She's inside. Yeah, it's, it's the entire door. Encapsul- encapsulated. She wouldn't wear that outside the dome. Well, she's in her apartment. Yeah, so. 
Is she wearing like a long dress and is it form fitting? Um, knee length. Pencil skirt. Yeah. Okay. Black uh, patent leather pumps, you know, shiny. This matters because now he knows how many uh, sleeping pills he ever. I know how fast she can run. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's horrifying. Just in case it comes to that. Let me grab my jacket. Let's go. Oh, I thought we were staying in. No, no, no. We're I, we're going for dinner, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. I was looking forward to an evening in with you. Well, where do you want to take me? <laughs> <laughs> for dinner. In her restaurant. <laughs> um, so actually, I don't know much about uh, this part of town. Okay. Um, where, where would you like to go? Well, there is the Blackbird down the road. Okay. Is that is that it's a nice place? Fairly nice, yes. Three thousand a plate. So yeah, we'll head to the Blackbird. Okay. Uh, and it's actually a restaurant that's attached to a hotel, like a very nice hotel. Okay. Swanky. It's the kind of place that has um, someone to take your coat, a maitre d'. They offer wine service at the table. Okay. The menu has five things on it. Pot pies. Pot pies. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, Pot that's pies. close. It's like it, I was thinking that it was a meat pie restaurant. You know. Well, it really is swanky. <laughs> okay. So yeah, walk on in and uh, do you have a table available for two? I do, sir. Just one moment, please. And Thank you. They check off a few boxes on their seating arrangement pad and. Uh, and they say, right this way. And they take the two of you to the back of the restaurant. Like, there's a low floor, like a sunken floor, and then there's like tables all around. Mm-hmm. Off to one side in the corner, there's like a jazz trio. Okay. So we have a seat. And... Mm-hmm. So have you eaten here before? Once or twice. What, what do you like here? I always like to start with a salad. Sounds good. And then um, go to the main course, and after that, dessert. Dessert. What exactly were you hoping for for dessert? They have a really good sorbet. Okay, that sounds that sounds nice. So, tell me about yourself. So, where did did you grow up here in Consiglio? I did, yeah, but I was in the southwest quadrant, more towards the the actual dome itself. Our our house was actually a funny shape because it was so low. Oh. And we were in the top floor of the apartment building. So, so like an entire corner of the, the living room was just gone. It was like five walls, but one was slanted down. I heard that surprisingly it, get, it gets warmer towards the dome as opposed to colder the way you would think. Is that, is that true? Well, I've never been that close to the dome. It can be, um, but that's mostly because like of the ventilation systems that are near there. Okay. So, but it's always breezy. Always breezy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did not realize that. So, uh, what made you decide to do what you did in the service? Well, I tested into it. So you were just placed. You didn't try to get placed there. No. No. Yeah. No, it was more of a natural gift. Okay. Yeah, I know how that goes. I definitely know. Some of the time, our gifts just point us in directions we you wouldn't expect. That is correct. So, how about you? Did you grow up near here? I did. I grew up in Consiglio as well. 
Shade says don't answer. Oh. Well, I moved around a lot. I lived here and there. Um, Were your parents' career? I actually do not remember my parents. Huh. That's gotta be unique. But did you grow up in a council house? Yes. The way Tris just came up. You should order the soup. For both you and her. I'll take the soup. And what kind of soup would you like? Uh, I don't typically get the soup. I get the salad. Well, soup it'll be. Um, she'll also take <laughs> the, uh, the soup. I like it. <laughs> would you like the, uh, would you like the, the corn chowder? Would you like the... The French onion. The French onion, okay. And nice dark soup. Katari looks at the waitress. I'll have a cob salad, please. Okay, suit yourself. Soup yourself. Soup yourself. <laughs> soup. Go soup yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I had to move around. Um, I never stayed in any council house very long. Mm. They didn't like me. Why not? I, I've always thought you were wonderful there. I'm quiet. I don't get along well with others. That's right, you don't. You don't get along with anyone except me. I always thought you were nice to get along with. I mean, we didn't do that many missions together but you know we did have a strong success rate and we had a fairly cordial relationship i thought shade says play into it yeah um yeah i could say we always we always got along it's just i changed a lot as i grew into the man i am today well i mean that's kind of the only constant right change this is true change is always present I don't know, it's something about you. It seems like you sometimes have to like ask somebody else before you answer. Shade says, no you don't. <laughs> you just have to listen. No, it's more like I'm listening to my conscience. I find that if I think things through, things turn out for the best. But don't you think you would have more fun if you went with your gut rather than listened to your conscience? Oh, you have plenty of fun listening to me. It really depends on what my gut is saying. Some of the times my gut agrees with my conscience. The soup and salad arrive. Man, the soup looks really good. Mmm. Yeah, it's too much cheese for my taste. No such thing. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was Aaron or Sam. Yes. <laughs> yes it was both. It was both. <laughs> it's just the correct answer for that statement. <laughs> In general. So she begins eating eating her salad. Okay, I eat my soup. You sure you don't want to try a bite of this soup? No, I'm I'm fine. Onions actually I'm allergic. Okay. I actually know of someone else who is allergic to onions. Out of game, so do I. <laughs> wow, I didn't know she'd had a life outside of a game. <laughs> no, out of game, I, I know a couple of people that are actually allergic to onions. It's very weird. It's yeah. And it throws me off. I've never heard of it before. I'm, I don't know how to cook without them. Yeah, I I go to cook things. And is it all all things in the onion family? No. No, just, just onions. Just onions. But not shallots or... Not that I'm aware of. Because garlic's also in the yes, onion family. Okay. So. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I guess I'll have to brush my teeth before <laughs> we hang out later. 
I don't say that. <laughs> Sorry, that was Benedict. That was not intentional. <laughs> the waiter actually comes back um, holding a silver tray, and it doesn't seem to have anything that you can see on it. And, and he leans down and he says, Excuse me, ma'am, uh, but I believe you have a telegram? And not to you, but to Katara. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> do I look like a ma'am to you? <laughs> That's uh, ma'am. <laughs> Keep uh, eating my soup, but I'm kind of listening in, but quietly. Okay. She looks at it. She looks up at the uh, the waiter, folds it, and says, "Thank you." No response, and she puts it into her into her clutch. Is everything okay? Uh, I'm afraid that I might have to cut the evening short. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. You should share a drink first. Can, would you like an, a nightcap? No, I'm sorry, but I, I have to go. Insist. Oh, no, I, I insist. I can't. I, it's work. Oh, is there anything you need some help with? Not at this point. Okay. Um, well, you know where to find me. If you need anything, let me know. Thank you. And she puts her knife and fork down, her napkin next to her plate. And then she, uh, she gets up and she uh, leaves rather quickly. I follow her. Okay. Yes. <laughs> she goes to the hospital. She, so she's moving fast. Yes. She goes up an elevator in a hotel, and it actually has a aqua train, aqua rail track. <laughs> aqua train. Aqua train. Aqua train assemble. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I follow her all the way to the hospital. I follow her inside. Okay. And you wouldn't know it, but she goes upstairs to Gaspar's room. How does she get up to the room, to the floor? Elevator. How fast do the elevators move? How fast can an air proxy push it? How much wood can the wood chuck chuck? Or wood chuck could chuck wood. I think it depends mm-hmm. on the air proxy. <laughs> um, so when she gets in the elevator, I watch her to see what, I watch to see what floor it stops on. It stops on the seventh floor. Okay, I get in an elevator. Is there more than one elevator? Yes. Okay, and I go to the seventh floor. Okay. And you can see her, like, going around a corner in the hallway. It's work-related. I keep following her. <laughs> uh, she goes in and closes Gaspar's door behind her. Can you use Shade to listen? I cannot. Shade can listen, but I cannot ask Shade to do that. That is not part of our agreement. Shade would want to listen. He's intrigued by this. Okay. Shade's going to listen. Whether he relates anything to you or not, that is entirely up to shade. I approach the door. Only I don't go in. Okay. You just try and listen through the door? Not through the door, because that's... Obvious. I'm actually going to... He gets a glass and holds it up to the door. (laughs) I'm just going to stand against the wall outside the door. Okay. Very obviously. Visiting hours are over. Okay. It seems like she's in there for a good amount of time, at least half an hour. Did Shade hear anything that you want to relate to Shade? It sounds it sounds like they're talking about the the loss of the crystal. Does Shade relate that information? I think Shade would Shade would be like, Alright, there's something new and fun to do. I like new and fun. Yeah. We're gonna overthrow a nation. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I see where he got that from. Where did they come from? <laughs> so she's in there for half an hour, and yeah. I still wait. Do you want to explain your reasoning on that, Shade? Well, from <clears throat> where I'm sitting, Shade wants to help retrieve the crystal and gain power for the healing hands to or stop the, the council. So one of the other things, one of Shade's goals is to kill Alexander Turin's previous water proxy. So you wouldn't want to help healing hands. Well, it might be a way to get close. Yeah. 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 So. And use the influence from growing that to do whatever. Okay. Hmm. His mind might change later, too. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's shade. <laughs> it's, it's shade. It's within it's pickle, his pickle. The other character. The, the other faction. The one mm-hmm. that splintered off the... Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Fire? The Drakes. Fire Drakes. Yeah. The fire Drakes. Okay. Does she ever come out of the room? About after half an hour or so, she comes out of the room. Okay. And she doesn't look very happy. She actually looks very shaken. Okay. Are you sure there's nothing I can help you with? <laughs> she like... Bold. Nearly jumps out of her skin. Very bold. <laughs> That's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> that was awesome. You can't be here. Why can't I be here? It's not safe. I think I can handle myself. Not just for you. It's not safe for other people. As in you? As in me? As in the person in that room? Well, then how about you tell me what's going on? I'll, I'll help you. And we'll make it more safe. Not here. Okay. Where? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We're not going to talk about this here. Meet me at the the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me at the weasel. <laughs> Meet me at the weasel in 45 minutes. I'll be there. And so I leave the hospital. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's go ahead and jump over to Chime. So here's how we, we can like hook you into the system. We can jump ahead to that scene where you meet Kitari at the bar. And, and you can be there hanging out. I could be there hanging you out. You could be here, there hanging out. I mean, it is a former military. Yeah. And while I'm not former military, I am not currently, currently active. Would you like to do that? Sure, we can do that. So you're hanging out at the bar. Do you... Do you have any friends that you meet there at the bar, or are you one of those people who are... I've never made very many friends, just because of my position. I, like, I know a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially the ones I've worked with, helping them get out of the service. But I haven't, don't really have any friends, per se, because just uh, my position and what I do. So you're more of a loner. Yeah. So you're sitting alone at the bar. And you see um, a woman coming in who's rather nicely dressed. Sleeveless, flat dress, pencil skirt, pumps. Uncommon for this type of venue. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's got brown hair that has reddish highlights. She's got a slight frame, high cheekbones. Kind of stands out in the crowd. Yeah. I'm sure every eye in the bar is on her. Mm-hmm. I just kind of stare at her. Not really saying much, just staring, blatantly staring. Yeah. <laughs> she sits down uh, at, at a booth more towards the, the back of the, the weasel. 
More towards the tail. <laughs> <laughs> Does waitress our waiter approach her at all? Yeah. One of the waiters, waitresses, uh, goes over, gets her a drink. It's a lot stronger of a drink than you would have expected. Okay. When they're get, grabbing the drink, I say, I go up to the waiter and say, let me take it. Okay. Yeah, sure. You paying for it too? Sure. Fine. Take the drink, deliver it to her. I just sit down at the booth opposite her. <laughs> she seems to be working on something distractively on a, on a notepad that she's taking out of her out of her clutch. <laughs> Take a sip of my drink. What you working on there? <laughs> oh, I thought you were the waiter. No, darling. Um, I'm sorry. It, I can't really talk about it. It's proprietary. Uh, I get that. I get that. It's uh, not exactly the type of place you work on proprietary business. It's a little bit of a rush. Now, what are you something to eat? No, thanks. I had a salad earlier. <laughs> a salad? And you're going to drink a drink like that? Need some protein to suck up that level. Yeah, my date should be coming any minute and he'll be able to help. I'll, I'll be ordering something then. Date, huh? Yes. Not exactly where I would take a date, but it explains your way you're dressed. <laughs> Sam, Sam walks up to the table. Oh, Lieutenant! I see oh. you met Katari. She's an old friend of mine. Mr. Fluge. Wait, you know each other? Yeah, he was actually, uh, he was my counselor for uh, separation. Separation? You mean, per, like, you, he handles, you handle personnel records? Uh, yeah. It's been very nice talking to you. Do you mind if we, uh, if we have the booth for a while? Uh, since it's Sam, I guess. Catch up with me, Sam. I'll be over at the bar. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as we're done here, I'll, I'll swing by. I'll, I'll pick you up a drink. Sounds good. So you sit down. Go ahead and roll for shade. I did. Just a second ago, it was a six. Okay. And a five. That's me. <laughs> Scary. So you can see that she's already got a double vodka on the rocks in front of her. Oh. Uh, does the, is the waiter waitress around? Yeah. Okay, I order a drink as well. Okay. Uh, so I'm afraid that I have some bad news for you. Bad news like I'm gonna die bad news? Or bad news like you don't have a job for me bad news? Bad news like you could die. Oh. I'm kinda used to that at this point. Yeah. This is not for the council. For the council. <laughs> I, I kind of gathered that with the creepy meeting in the hospital and we might be killed. Is it against? Huh. She just nods once. Very shortly. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah, very intrigued. I'm very intrigued. That was shade. Yeah. <laughs> Can you share more? I was just talking with one of my organization's leaders. He had a fire at his house last night and something was stolen. Okay. And you would like me to retrieve that? Yes. Yes. Retrieving that would be in your best interest. It has your, it has your military profile on it. Like... All of it. Yes. That could cause some problems for me. They must not find out. 
Do we know who took it? We have an idea. She she leans forwards and whispers, Healing Hands has been uh, having a bit of a conflict in terms of leadership. There's one group that wants to challenge the council for direct rule. That would be amusing. Um, <laughs> I imagine they're the ones who, who took this item. Yes. They're all proxies. And they believe that, that proxy should rule rather than the council. And they have this portfolio. I assume it's not just on me. No, it's quite a list of separating personnel. I guess it would be in everyone's best interest if we retrieve this this item. Yes. Okay. Count me in. What about your friend? So he actually... So um, he, he works in the separating. Yeah. He was the one that I was actually headed to meet just a couple days ago when they had the fire that I told you about earlier. He's a good guy from what I've seen. Do you think he would be able to help us track down the people on the list to make sure that they're safe? I know he has access. I'm going to leave that to you to bring him in. Can you get me a list of the people? Only a few people have it, and I'm not one of those people. The only reason that I know that you were on the list was that I was re- tasked with recruiting you. Oh, so that's what dinner was all about. You thought it was something else? Yeah, I thought I thought you were trying to... with me. Oh! I mean... <laughs> It's flattering that you would think that. Okay, I mean, no, 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 no. Do you want to? No, 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 no. It's, um, I mean, yes, but no. I mean, I don't know. Um, This is so awkward. So, um, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, if I'm going to bring him in to locate people, Uh, I need people to locate. That's fair, but we would need to talk to the the man in the hospital. Okay. So, I don't think it's good for us to be seen together, because there's danger in numbers. So I'm going to go ahead and let you talk to them. I'm going to leave. Okay. For the council. For the council. (laughs) So, just for expediency's sake, we'll say that that Katari leaves, and then you go over to to Chime and fill him in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Chime's feeling pretty buzzed. (laughs) (laughs) He's on his, like, sixth class. (laughs) And we do celebratory shots at the end of that. Very nice. And as we leave, we shout the top of the lungs, TO THE COUNCIL! (laughs) And just as you say that, there is a giant explosion in the slippery weasel. Enter the 20D (laughs) Deathmatch! Is it, I mean, is it, like, damage that we can resist? Yeah. Um, I mean, with my 1D of physique. Uh, <laughs> how do you have 1D physique? I'm not a physical person. I'm a sneaky, sneaky, backstabby person. <laughs> well, it's as you are walking out, so you're oh. not in the actual... You take residual damage. Yes. 20D of residual damage. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me quickly do some math. Share in a room with that guy in the hospital. Oh, look. Oh wait, I rolled an 82, what am I called about? <laughs> so you haven't rolled anything yet? 
So we'll say that that you're about halfway. That you're down the block. You're you're good distance from it. So I imagine just Chime just like staggering back and forth across the street, yelling at the top of his lungs, "For the council! For the council! For the..." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. Thirteen plus six is eighteen. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 6 times 12 is 70, 72. 72. 72 plus 1, so that's 73. Hey, hey Johnny, you're 82 beats. <laughs> 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 he sits up, looks at the destructions, and says, Further counsel. So, yeah. <laughs> it makes it sound really creepy as he's looking at the, looking at the big explosion. There's now a giant hole where where the slippery weasel. Is. So, so do we get to roll resistance for the, the buildings next door? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Oh, my favorite bar. I've only been there twice. <laughs> my favorite bar. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are scraping yourself off of the pavement and watching the fires rage, I resisted so well I saved the slippery weasel. No. No. As the slippery weasel goes up in flames, we're going to go ahead and stop right there. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.